Hi guys, this is Dean. Um, if you didn't tune into the last episode, then you wouldn't know this, but I'm here to tell you our last episode, we got cut off short because my laptop died. So we lost the last little bit of the recording. This is the second part and we re-recorded it, but it took us like a lot longer. And so we just decided to make it its own episode. I hope you guys enjoy this second part of our time waiting for the trials in Stemdale. Enjoy. Moving over to Vesper. Vesper, what did you do during this break? So Vesper, he decided not to stay at the tavern or the inn. Uh, He has a friend in town, actually. And so uh, he went and stayed with that friend. And that friend is was able to actually like hook him up with someone um, from back home who knows better how to use the double scimitar. And so Vesper is going to take the feat uh, Revenant Blade. So I can finally use my dexterity and not have use, a minus one. <laughs> he can finally use his real main weapon. Yeah. Um... But yeah, besides that, uh, he was training and stuff. He is a Drake Warden Ranger. So what, he's level three now, got that subclass. Uh, he, as a Drake Warden Ranger, you get a little Drake. So it's a small, it's called a small dragon in the books, but it's, it's a Drake, not a dragon, technically. But uh, his Drake is, has platinum scales, and it um, has like, blue hair it looks like a eastern dragon so like if you've seen raya and the last dragon or like spirited away the never-ending story yeah uh so that's what it looks like but it's a small creature so like when it's standing up and stuff it's only about like two to three-ish feet tall and it's like five six feet long kind of thing it's almost like big snake a big snake kind of but it still has like legs and arm arms and stuff arms at the bottom and the little hands at the front yeah yeah um and uh what's its name its name is uh freya yeah and um yeah she appeared one day while he was training and so he spent a lot of time with freya and he actually freya is platinum and he has an experience in his past where he met a platinum Dragonborn, and so, and coming, it's actually the coming soon next week. Yeah, Vesper's yeah. Background episode. You'll hear more about it in his background <laughs> episode. But um, he and that, that's who gave him his scroll that he keeps looking at. Um, so he's like with the appearance of Freya, and she's platinum. He wants to figure out who this platinum Dragonborn is. Okay, so you're trying to find out who the platinum Dragonborn is. Um, I'm going to assume you're probably going to like libraries or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So he's going to go to libraries. He's going to go to, ooh, um, just ask anyone kind of official, magic related maybe. Okay, so maybe stop by the magic crafters. Maybe the magic crafters. Probably he'll ask someone at the Templars. He'll also, uh, give Glib the recommendation that, hey, Horus, um, needs someone to come replace him. He asked for a substitute so he could like come visit. He wants to come visit, maybe, you know, drain his sword or something. Good just sighs at that point and is just like, yeah. Okay, oh, we can hand, we can get someone over there. Good, good. 
And then he'll probably end up going to um like the temple of Acheta as well. Okay. Let's do that scene. You are walking down the street, and as you are walking down the street, oh, let me pull up my notebook. As you're walking down the street, you see a large chapel. It has beautiful glass windows, stained glass windows, in different animal shapes and different scenes of, you know, the the woman Achetta that you've this small statue that you saw previously. Yeah. Um, the statue was made out of uh wood, actually, and has big wooden pillars standing up on the outside of it. Um, it has two large wooden double doors in the front, and as you walk up, you actually feel a pulse from your scroll. I open the scroll. Is there like a specific line? Yes, it's, it's the same line that glowed when you went to the statue of Achetta in Stagrest. The, my family is divided, unite them. Okay, so I'm going to go into the temple then. You walk into the temple, and it is a massive, it looks like a massive one-room chapel. There is a small door in the very back left-hand corner, um, but that is closed. There are pews filling the inside, and they're just basic wooden pews, no cushions. And at the very front, there is a massive wooden statue of a cheta. Same thing that you saw previously. A somewhat tall, elven-looking woman with gazelle-like antlers or horns, whatever they're called, coming out of her forehead, wearing like a tunic tabard-like style thing with um, cat eyes and a cat tail coming out behind her. Oh, and goat legs. forgot about that. And she has goat legs. How can you forget about the goat legs? Well, pretty easily, actually, because I just (laughs) did. (laughs) Um, Okay. um, And as you walk in, right in front of this statue, you see there is a thick, like, carpeted cushion Uh, right at the base of the statue in front of it, where you see a young human woman kneeling down, dressed in a nun habit, kneeling down at the altar. Or it's not an altar, it's just a carpet, a cushioned carpet right in front of the statue. And she's kneeling down and uh, looks like she's praying. Right before I walk in, I'm going to put my hat on and transform to look like a little gnome, the rock gnome. Okay. And, um, yeah. So I'm a little rock gnome, got like yellowish skin and bright red hair. All right. As you walk in, um, the door creaks a little bit because it's old. And the young woman stands up and dusts off her knees and turns and looks at you and says, Hey, how are you? Um, You must be from the Hunter's Guild. That's right. I put up a request. Here, come with me. And well, she, she runs over to you and grabs your hand. It's like, come with I, me. I'm not I, here from I the Hunter's Guild, I put, the request, Guild I put lady. in a request for you to clean this place. Wait. She picks up a bucket, put, gives a rag, what and hands it to you and says, so I just need you to kind of scrub down the pews a little bit, go into each of the little cubbies and scrub down the other statues of the other gods, and then like, um, I'll come back and I'll help you work on I, this big I'm statue. I'm not here from the Hunter's Guild. Thank you Guild. so much. Um, uh, we can discuss payment afterwards, but I, um, oh, thank you. I'm really happy that you came and helped. I'm, I gotta go. Bye. And she walks out and quickly walks to the back door. Oh, well, okay then. Bye, I guess. Um, at that Vesper, um, he, he's not going to clean the, <laughs> she brought him to the cupboards. She, she brought him. Or just brought him a bucket. Brought right him there. a bucket of water and a rag. Yeah. Okay. He's not going to do anything with that. And he's going to, I guess, walk up 
to the statue um, and sit in the front pew. Okay. Um, he's just going to sit there a while. Um, Hello? There's no answer. Hello? No answer. After a bit of, like, sitting there awkwardly, um, he's going to think about... Um, he's going to remember what Sharon told him about prayer and like meditation meditation and how it's like good for you, even though like you don't really believe or you're like, it's like cathartic regardless kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, so he's going to kneel. You said it was like a mat in front of the, yeah, there's like a big mat, like cushion carpet thing. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, it's like a Thai temple kind of, um, so he's going to kneel on the mat. I've and never been to a Thai temple, so I cannot confirm or deny they're this. They're pretty cool. They're like that. They're, a lot of them, not all of them, the the ones I've been in, they have like a, a Buddha statue, and then you can like kneel in front of it. Um, yeah, that, that's kind of like the vibe of this. Okay. So Vesper's going to kneel on the mat um, and just going to say kind of like an awkward prayer. What does he say? Um... Hello, Acheta. Uh, I'm pretty new to this. Like, the only prayers I've said are to the Grey Lady. Um, I'm here. I I need to figure out who, who this Platinum Dragonborn is. Um, if you could guide me or tell me, that'd be nice too. If you could tell me. Um, Roll a religion check. Oh, okay. Also, Freya is like... Okay, personally, I've been picturing Freya as like wrapped around your neck. She's not there with me right now. Oh, she's not there with you right now. No. I rolled an 18, but minus one. (laughs) So 17. All right. As you're kneeling there praying and asking Achetta to tell you who this, this Platinum Dragonborn is that you saw, your scroll vanishes. It's gone. Really? Yeah, it's gone. Um, Vesper um, starts, like, grabbing at, like, the... Con- Does the container leave or just, like, he feels the weight of it go? No, the container's gone, too. Okay, he's, the like, grabbing for the container he- on his back, and he's, like, freaking out, kind of having a panic attack right now. Where'd it go? Oh, oh, um, uh, Achetta, did you did you do that? I need, I need that. Uh, I need that. Um, where, where? And he's just going to continue that. Okay. As you're as you're having this panic attack and just like darting your eyes around the room, eventually you see a soft blue glow from one of the darker corners of the room. Uh is that my scroll? And <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna walk towards it. Um as you walk towards it closer, you do see it is your scroll. It is tucked into one of the cubbies on the side of the wall, and you actually have to walk past two other cubbies to get there. Okay. Because it's in the very back corner. And the two cubbies you pass, one is of a dwarf that has a really big bushy beard, but seems to have a artificially created arm and two artificially created legs. It's a statue carved out of stone, but the arm and the legs and one of the eyes seems to be made of a iron metal. And that's in the first cubby. Then when you pass the second cubby, it is a woman who has dreadlocks coming down 
off of her head. She's wearing very casual clothing. In fact, she's actually wearing jeans and like a t-shirt. But she's leaning back entirely on a large lizard tail coming out from behind her. And she's balancing entirely on that. And it looks like she's laughing. And that one's made of like a sandstone. And as you reach the back corner, you see your scroll resting in the hand of a platinum dragonborn. It is a statue, so it is kind of smaller. It's not even full human size. Um, But it is a statue of what looks to be a platinum dragonborn that you've seen before with a long Master Shifu from Kung Fu Panda mustache and a a little soft mane coming down his head. Very Chinese dragon, but he's a dragonborn. Platinum scales with a fancy robe on. One of his hands is outstretched, and on that hand is a scroll. And you notice, as you approach this one, you're looking in more detail, there is a brass placard on the, the wall right beneath this cubby, where it seems like a name would be written. But underneath this statue, there is just, there is that brass placard, but there is just big gouges and scratches out of it, as if someone has scratched out the name of whatever this being is. I look at the names of the other ones. You see the dwarf was named Brom, and the woman with the lizard tail was named Zonari. Vesper, like, kind of like, (gasps) these are the the gods. Wait, and he grabs his scroll from the cubby. Okay. And he's going to look, he's going to actually reach down and, and can he pick up the statue of the dragonborn no it seems he kind of like bolted in place okay he's just gonna like touch it then and like as you touch it your scroll flares with the brightest platinum light that it has ever done before ah oh and as that happens a door the door in the back kind of like slams open very abruptly and you kind of turn to look and you see eliza is walking back into the room. Oh, I didn't say her name before, did I? No. She's walking, the woman, the nun, is walking back into the room, and she is holding a bucket in her other hand, and there's a rag in the bucket, and she is walking towards you at a brisk pace, and she goes, oh, hey, I didn't ask your name. My name's Eliza, by the way. Oh, I see you're in front of when the- she's, Oh, sorry. When she, sl- like, slams the door open or whatever, Vesper's going to summon uh, Freya. Okay. Freya is someone and is just right around your neck. Oh, hey, you didn't have that before. That's cool. What's your name again? What's that person's name? My name's Eliza. Oh, I see you started on the nameless god. That's cool. Why did you choose that one? Wait, 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 wait. Who, who are you? My name is Eliza. I'm, uh, I'm the priestess here. Um. She, by the way, she's a human and she looks like she's 16. Okay. Um, hi, uh, the, I'm Vesper, this is Freya. Cool, cool. Um. So, uh, how long have you been with the Hunter's Guild? Have you gone on a lot I'm, of adventures? I'm not, I'm not in the Hunter's Guild, okay? Wait, what? No. And, and why, why did you take my bucket and start cleaning? I, um, well, I didn't, um, but, like, what do you, what do you mean by the unknown god? Well, that's, that's the statue that you're about to clean. All the other gods have names, but this is, this is the unknown god, the nameless god. Well, why is he unknown? 
Well, because no one knows him. There's not there's not even like a a, a name under his placard. Someone scratched it out a long time ago. But we know he's a god. Well, I mean, he's a statue with all of the other god statues. And actually, actually, I talked to a black dragonborn who who was from a very noble family is what he told me. And, you know, he he said that they used to worship a god that was a platinum dragonborn. But they they don't remember his name and they don't remember a lot because, you know, oral traditions and, you know, stuff gets passed down. And, they you know, they, they believe they used to have an island of their own. But... But then when their god disappeared, their island disappeared. And and that's why they're like, there's no island for the dragonborn, and the dragonborn are just wandering everywhere. And and because of that, that kind of means that, like, you know, they, they they think they used to have an island, and only the noble family still passed that oral tradition down, but the oral tradition's gotten corrupted, so they don't even remember the name anymore. They do remember that it's a platinum dragonborn. And, and so when he came into the temple, he saw the statue, and he was like, oh, hey, that's my god. And I was like, oh, hey, well, well, tell me about this god. He was like, I don't know a lot about it, but I got everything I could. So as she's, as she's doing that, Vesper... Um Vesper like sits down abruptly and Freya has to like jump off his shoulders. Um Eliza like holds out her arms like, come to me, Freya. Freya, right here. And he's gonna be like, wait. Did you said the Dragonborn had their own island? That's what the Dragonborn that came in told me. But but I I have a really good dragonborn friend. He knows a lot about this kind of stuff. But he's never mentioned this before. Well, maybe he just... Maybe he didn't come from a noble family. Maybe he didn't keep the old traditions. His family didn't. So he doesn't know. I can't believe they had their own island. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty unbelievable for me, too. Do you know what that means? That means there used to be seven islands instead of six. And wait, this guy in here is a god? Yes. Y- yes. Definitely. There's nothing that says otherwise, and there's a statue of him with all the other gods, so... Wow. Um, you look a little shocked. Are you okay? Well, I need to find out more about this guy. Huh. Or this god, I guess. Well, uh... I don't really know what to tell you. I I don't really know that much. Everything I know, I just told you. I can tell you again if you want. No, 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 no. I'm I'm okay. I'm okay. Freya, Freya, come back over here. No. (laughs) Freya, like, scampers over to you and, like, jumps around your shoulders and, like, licks your face a little bit. Good girl. Um. You said a dragonborn told you about this? Yep. A black dragonborn. Really imposing figure. Is he in the city? No, this was like three years ago. Oh. He was just a wanderer. What was his name? Uh, Shakum? I think it was Shakum. It was was three years ago. I was 13. The, The other priest was... No, he was gone already, actually. Are you the only one here? Yep, just me. I was, uh, I was an orphan. I was, uh, raised here. And, um, there used to be another priest. He was a high elf, but, uh, he was old. Very, very old. Very wise. But he passed away, um, six years ago now. So I've just been running the temple by myself. You're the only one that ever comes here? Or wait, do you have people come? Well, we have this one old lady who comes in and gives me snacks every week. 
because she doesn't want me to be lonely. But I think she's just trying to pair me up with her son, which I'm not a big fan of. Every once in a while, the Chancellor stops by, and that's really impressive. Um, but, no, that's, I mean, we get, we get occasional visitors like you. Hmm. We get funding from the city, but not a lot because no one really comes. There's this guy in Stagrest you would really like. This girl, actually, your age, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, his name's Stag. Her name's Sharon. They, they worship at, like, a shrine of Porchetta <gasps> over there. No way. I gotta see if maybe I can take a little break and run over to Stagrest and go visit them and talk to fellow believers. This is gonna be so amazing. But wait, I can't leave. If I leave, who's gonna watch the temple? Maybe I gotta hire someone from the Hunters Guild to watch the temple for me. I, uh, Eliza. See, if, I, if I have to walk, it'd be three days there, three days back. Eliza? Can, uh, uh, so, yeah, huh? Um, do you know anyone else who might know about that god? Uh, you could check a library or maybe find another dragonborn. Other, another dragon. Are there any other dragonborn here? Um, the only other dragonborn I know of works at the Magic Crafters. Actually, the Tinker's Guild. They, um, I only know about her because she came in wanting to see if she could figure out a way to harness residual divine energy. And I told her, "Hey, don't touch my statue that way." She she didn't really listen to me, but I had to like kick her out. Okay. That's why there's that hole over there in one of this in the the Cheddar statue in her foot. She put a hole in the statue. She, she brought like a drill. Oh wow. Um, I. W- you know what, Sharon? Or not? Not Sharon. Uh, Eliza. <laughs> um, Sharon. <laughs> I, I'm gonna try and figure out who this guy is. Um. Tell you what, when you figure it out, come and tell me, and I would love to help you with that. I was going to say, do you want to come? I, got, I just said I got to stay at the temple. Who, who's going to watch the temple if I'm not watching the temple? Vesper looks around at the completely empty temple. And she's just like nodding like confidently like, yeah. Like what, what, is, what are we going to do if a Cheddar comes back, huh? Have you ever thought of that? When a Cheddar comes back? Uh, I don't... I don't think a Cheddar's going to come back. Unbeliever, I see. That's fine. We can make a believer out of you yet. She reaches over and grabs your hand, puts down the bucket, and, like, pulls you over to the front statue and, like, forces you down into a kneel. She says, let's start with a prayer. Uh, Why do I always get get forced (laughs) to clean these, uh, this goddess's stuff? I need a nickel for every time. (laughs) Every time. I have two nickels. Just in a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice. Yeah. Um, He's going to, he's, he's not mad though. He's just going to, he like, he's going to help clean and then he's going to see if he can go talk to a dragonborn or look for any others. Okay. She's, she's trying to force you to pray right now. Oh, okay. He kneels down. Yeah. She, she forced you at the mat. She forced you down into a kneeling position at the mat and she's like, all right. So the first step of all new believers is to introduce yourself to the God, and then and then you can just speak your heart's desires. You can do it quietly if it's too embarrassing. And she's like kneeling next to you, but she's like leaning in really close to your face. Eliza, I can do it out loud for you if you want. I, I'm okay. I I actually uh, already said a prayer. Really? How'd that go? Um, 
You see this? And I hold out my scroll. Yeah. Um, Looks like a bomb canister. Just kidding. There's no such thing as bombs in this world. <laughs> what? Um, Bro, wait a minute. Well, you see, this scroll, when I was a kid, I got it from uh, a Platinum Dragonborn. You saw the name was God? The gods are I, returning. I let's go. So. She stands up and like starts jumping. Like, let's go. Let's go. The gods are returning. Chet is coming back soon. Gotta spread the word. Uh. So yeah, I'm good on. But prayer. first, she kneels back down and puts <laughs> her hands on you. Time for you to say a prayer. I I said one. I. Uh, but I, have you have you introduced yourself to the god yet? Yeah. What? Yeah. Did you have a priestess to guide you? No. Well, then let me guide you. Okay. And I let I I'm gonna let her guide me. I guess. All right. She's she starts like she puts her hands. She like crosses her fingers and like clasps her hands and she kneels down. She bows her head and she looks at you like with, out of like a a winked closed eye and she's like, mm, come on. Holds out her hands like this. Like, like ah, podcast. Um, holds out her hands and just like gestures to like for you to do it as well. Uh, he holds his. He claps his hand in front of him, too. He says, Dearest Achetta, she peeks open one of her eyes and looks at you and is like, repeat, repeat after me. Dearest Achetta. My name is... She peeks at you again. My name is Vesper. Eliza. We supplicate ourselves here to you. She peeks okay, at you again. Okay, sorry, I'm not supplicating. No, come on. No, it's going to be good. No, it, it's okay. I, I already prayed, okay? Uh, but And I introduced myself to her. But a- and when I did it, my scroll teleported into that cubby. <gasps> That's why I was over there. The power of a cheddar flows through you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is amazing. We Okay, um, how can I get him to stay here? Um, hey, uh, why don't I... Why don't I go get a book the Dragonborn gave me hmm, from my from my back room? Hmm, what what if would you pray if I went and got a book for you? You said the Dragonborn that told you about the nameless god gave it to you. Yes, Shakum, the Black Dragonborn, intimidating fellow. Hmm. Can I insight? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Twelve. She doesn't seem like she's the type of person to lie. Yeah, I'll say another prayer. Awesome. Do you want me to be here with nope. you? Okay. Nope. Um, I'll go get the book then. You're going to make me supplicate or something. <laughs> and she walks out the back door, but like you can kind of see she's like got the door cracked open and she's peeking through it. I can see you. Ah, ah! And the door closes. <laughs> he like, he's already kneeling. He doesn't clasp his hand in front of him or anything. He just goes, uh, thanks, Achetta. Um, I gotta find out who that guy is, who the nameless god is. Uh, I guess you pointed him out, if that was you. I don't know. But thanks, though. Uh, can you help me find him? Or who he is? Also, why does my scroll keep saying that his family is broken? And I gotta unite them. It's divided, not broken. 
Oh. <laughs> I, do, I, do I hear that? No. No. Um, roll a religion check for me. It's like Poe whispering into yeah. my ears. Yeah, literally. Inner peace, inner peace. Natural 20. Let's go. All right. Um, you see a flash of light, and the door swings open, and Eliza is standing there, just like mouth wide open. She never left. And um, the Achetta statue, who had its hands on its hips before, one of its hands is now extended forward, and there is a bright ball of green light floating on that hand. And the ball rolls off the hand and falls very slowly, floats down to where you are, and it hovers right in front of you, and as it falls, it, it shrinks in size, so it's about the size of a, a baseball. And you can see something is in the middle of this glowing ball of light, and it's just floating right in front of you. I reach my hand out and The ball of light it. rests on your hand, and it fades away. And the thing in the middle was a key. It is made of a... It looks like almost a rusted black material with it's just like a classic key from the olden days where it's just like two little square things coming out of one end but at the back end where normally like a circle would be to hook it on like a key ring or something like that there is instead two antlers coming out of it deer antlers coming out of the back of it in a very fantastical pattern and as that happens Sharon, not Sharon. Oh my goodness, you want me doing it too? Eliza uh-huh. runs up and is like, <gasps> and is just like speechless standing in front of you. Do you know what this is? No, but I will take it off of your hands. She reaches her hand out like slowly <laughs> to take it. Vesper gives her a high five. <laughs> no, um, I want um, the- <laughs> the key that, you know, a Cheddar statue. And as you look up, the Cheddar statue, the hand is back on the hip. Whoa. Did you see it move? I did not see it move, but I saw what it was and I saw what it is. And I knew what it used to be. While she's saying that, Vesper puts the key in his pocket. Looks over and is like, oh, the key's gone too. Oh no. No, it, I, it's in my pocket. Oh. So, um. Uh. When are you going to visit again? Uh. I'll visit tomorrow, I guess. <gasps> Twice in a row. Let's go. And she uh, she reaches into her... Oh, I guess nun habits don't really have, like, a robe. Is she wearing a habit? Yeah, she's wearing, like, a nun habit. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, she'll have, like, a purse or something over her... A satchel over her shoulder. She reaches into the satchel and she pulls out a book. And she hands it to you and says, This is the book the Dragonborn gave me. I look at it. It's it- like a romance novel. Oh my goodness. No, no, look, it's a Dragonborn romance novel. And she opens the pages, and the words are all in Dragonborn. Draconic? Yeah, Draconic, not Dragonborn. The the words are all in Draconic. She's like, I can't read it. But the picture on the front is two Dragonborns kissing, so. (laughs) Well, I can read it. Um, (laughs) What does the cover say? Uh, It says, man, oh shoot, I forgot you can speak Dragonborn or Draconic. It's a um, flying weight. It, it says, um, oh, do I drop lore here? Yes. <laughs> no, um, it's just going to say, it's, it's Pride and Prejudice, but some kind of fancy D&D pun. 
but it's draconic, so you know it doesn't translate exactly into the common tongue. So East Side Enclave. What? It's like West Side Story, but something else. Oh. Um. Okay. He's gonna put the book in his bag and be like, "Thanks, no, Eliza. That'll help you a lot." Yeah. I'm gonna go now. Okay. See you tomorrow. And she just stands there and like waves as you walk out. Um. Freya is going to like jump on her shoulders. Okay. She like no, like uh Freya jumps on her shoulders and Eliza like nuzzles her face into her mane and it's like, oh, such a good girl, Freya. And Freya like just gets like a like a cat, gets like the happy expression on its face when you pet its belly. Freya gets that face. Freya, you can stay here if you want. Freya jumps back to your shoulders <laughs> and is like licks your face and gives you like a grumpy look. Like, come on, come on, son. Okay, uh, and he's gonna walk out of the okay she, temple. Eliza waves at you as you go. Okay, um, uh, that's where we're gonna end. Yeah, for yeah. you jumping over to Cassiel. What did you during do during this break? All right, so. I was um, with the introduction with the introduction from Glib to members of the um, Shadow Order Templars. Uh, I was able to find um, a group of them that were practicing and training. And um, is there would there be anybody in particular? Yes, there actually is. There is one person you find training a couple other younger people, and uh, his name. Well, you walk in, and the all of the other people are dressed in, like, leather armor, but this guy is dressed head to toe in, like, ninja wrappings, almost. And so, like, only the slit where his eye is, you can actually be seen. And um, as you walk in, he turns and looks at you. Is the ninja wrapping camo, too? <laughs> no, it's black. <laughs> the, the ninja wrapping is black. Oh, I thought um, you'd be invisible. No. <laughs> No. <laughs> um, he turns and looks at you, and he says, Oh, hello. Are you the one that Glib said is going to join us today? Yes, that would be me. I, I'm just interested in what you do. My name is Con Vandrak. Thank you, Con Vandrak. It's uh, Jar Jared Binks's from Apple Podcast. Says, my name is Con Vandrak. What can I... Uh, you are here to join us training? Yeah, uh, yes, uh, that, that is what I'd like to do. I'd just like to see kind of your your regiment, and if I if I can join the Templars, um, I'm thinking next time the test is there, I'm probably, well, I'm thinking about joining the Shadow Templar faction. Very good. Well, we are currently doing throwing practice, and he shows you over, and they're all throwing like shurikens, and, uh, you go there, and he, you learn, and you did you already say what feet no, you got? No, I, di- I didn't. But um, from this, I'm going to be learning the uh, sharpshooter feet. Sweet. Yes. Um, so they teach you how to throw it, your cards farther and better. Yes. Now I have the range of 60 instead of 30. There you go. And uh, so, okay, that's how you got your feet. What did you do for your subclass? So for subclass, um, I am actually using the... Uh, the subclass wild card. It's from the Rune Terra um, source book for D anD. d It's the crossover from uh, League of Legends. Yeah. But uh, 
it's got some cool stuff with cards and my guy uses the cards. Cool. Um, so that's the, that's the subclass rogue. And, um, then the next thing that I probably wanted to do over this break is, um, I wanted to look for information on, um, on intelligent corrupted, uh, and as well as the art arc corrupted. Um, Go ahead and roll a investigation check. It's a 16. Okay, with a 16, you visit... There's several libraries in town, and the Templars also have a a record room, and with you getting close to Khan, Khan actually lets you into the record room one day, and, and you can read some of their records. And from all of this, you learn that humanoid, and I think Khan especially shows you those because you said you were going to join the the Shadow Templar. Um, humanoid corrupted are have a semblance of intelligence. They can't speak, but they can like lay traps and strategize, which is different than other corrupted. And they also still are a little wild. They like they still kill all other humanoid creatures that come close to them. They're just more crafty. They're just about more it. crafty about it. But then you read about the art corrupted, and the art corrupted was entirely intelligent. It could speak. It could reason. It spoke to Horus and his group when they fought it. And, um, yeah. There's no record of what the art corrupted used to be um, before it was corrupted, but the prevailing theory is that there was so much corruption in the world, corruption itself solidified into a a form, a humanoid form. And, um, and while it's not proven, that is the prevailing theory because they don't know what else could have been corrupted to get that strong. Sweet. Um, uh, that's just about all that, um, cast that I had planned. Okay. And I know I have something planned for you. All right. Awesome. Um, one day while you're also, walking, I will be, um, periodically getting Rick rolls. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. You're going to the Templars to train. Do you try all of them? Uh, or do you just stick with the ones that you like? Yeah, it's like two months. I'll 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 try all of them. Okay. Um, how many gold is that? <laughs> it's one gold for each of them. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six different types. You can so. just you can just tell me what they are later. Okay. I'll, I'll write them down later. All right. Um, one day while you're walking through the city. Um, you've just gotten out of the Templar's training and you've picked up a Rickroll and you are walking down the street and as you're walking down the street you see there is a little girl who looks to be maybe four to six age and she is just standing there on the road just sobbing just crying and everyone around her is like looking at her but is not like helping or some don't even look and just walk past She's, like, in the middle of the road? No, like, she's in, like, the middle of the sidewalk. On sidewalk, okay. There's not really, like... There's, like, a central road, but there's not, like, cars, and there's not that much carriage or cart traffic. Right. So, like, most people just walk throughout the whole road, and if there is a carriage or a cart, then... Move to the side? Move to the side. Um, okay, uh, and she's just... She's just standing there crying? She's just standing there crying. All right, uh... Uh, I will walk up to her, and, uh, I'll kind of crouch because i'm i'm six foot i'm fairly tall yeah um 
And so I'll kind of crouch so I'm like in a squat basically next to her, but kind of much closer to eye level. And I'll just say, are you all right? I lost my cat, Mr. Snuggles. I was looking for him. I got lost. Well, all right. Um, well, why don't we calm down first? Would you like a snack? Yeah. I I hand her the rickroll. She eats it. What uh? What color was it? Is the it was the first one I got, the orange one. Okay, so she's uh, let you down. Yeah, she's slow falling right now. Yeah. Uh, all right, you're gonna be okay. And I I just I just kind of like pat her head and and say, and and don't worry. Um. I can help you find your cat. Oh, and by the way, you're going to start floating in a second because you ate what? that. Yeah, it's called a rickroll. You rickrolled me? Yeah, I rickrolled you. <laughs> go go ahead and roll a um, comforting child check. Um, it's a charisma. Like, I don't know, persuasion, persuasion? I guess. It's going to be like a six. Seven. She, it's a seven. She calms down a little bit, but, like, the moment you say she's going to start floating, she freaks out again. It's all right. It's all right. Here, here, hold my hand. You're not going to go anywhere. I don't know who you are. Oh my, well, my name is Cassiel. What's your name? Susie. Susie. All right, Susie. Um, where was your cat? And I, I'm, like, I'm not, like, right up next to her. I'm giving her space. Yeah. Um, where was the last time you saw your cat? Let's, let's find out. Running through the hero's fountain. This, through the hero's fountain? All right. Um, that's about to block away. Should we start there looking for her? Okay. And she walks, but she, she keeps like, like a good five foot distance between the two of you. Yeah. Um, you walk over to the hero's fountain and you see... All right, Susie, uh... What what does your cat look like? It's a fluffy white cat. A fluffy white one? Okay. What do I see? Uh oh yeah, so you get to the Harris Fountain and you see it's you know, it's the same thing you saw last time, a big statue of younger Horus with a, his sword aloft. And um there is no cat in this in this place. But if you want, there is like a grassy area here. And so you can try to roll like a survival check to find some tracks. All right. That's an eight. You don't seem to find any tracks. And uh, Susie is still a little upset. All right, Susie. Well, um, do you know where your parents are? Maybe we can get you back home. My mom works at a tavern. All right. Uh, do you know where? No. Do you know? I'm not allowed to go to taverns. That's true. Do you know the name of the tavern? No. All right. We're in a tough spot then. Do you have a? Do you have any other family? Just my mom. Just your mom. My dad. He left. Ah yes, I. I didn't have a dad growing up either. Oh really? No, I didn't. Just my mom. Is that normal? Um, it's normal more more nowadays, but it, mm. it's. I wish my dad was still here. Yeah, it's definitely better to have a have a dad and a mom. 
You can roll another charisma check for comforting. All right, I got to roll above. It's like, low. <laughs> All right, it's low. <laughs> All right. 19. Okay, yeah. That's, <laughs> okay. Um, she's calmed down at this point, and she seems like she trusts you a lot more. She's no longer, there's no longer like a big gap between you. She's standing like right next to you now. And, you know, she's, she's more comforted in your presence now. All right. Well, let's, let's look all around where some cat, where cats might go. Um, here you have, I have got one more of those things. So just have this and let's keep looking. I hand her another Rick roll. Okay. She eats it. And now that she's calmed down, she's like jumping as high as she can and then floating down slowly. All right. Well, hold it. Hold it. Don't stay. Don't go too far. She's just giggling as she runs. I'll just, I'll just like keep, keep pace with her. Okay. Let's, um, let's see. I, is there anywhere like, like where cat, cause cats like to hide and they also like to get up high. So like true. if there's trees or if there's like an alleyway where they could like climb on a bunch of boxes or something. Yeah. There, there are trees in just about every courtyard in this city and there are boxes in just about every alley. Okay. Um, I was just in kind of the courtyard around some trees. Yeah, you were just in the Heroes Fountain Court. All right, and didn't really find it. So I'll go kind of to a, to, to like a near alley Okay. Um, and just kind of poke my head and see if it's a, like a place where a cat would like to hide. All right, um, go ahead and roll an investigation check. And I'm going to assume you're just going to keep like looking for the cat for a little while. Yeah. Okay, so that, that's going to lower the check a little bit. But it also is going to be like, depending on how good you roll will be how soon you can find the cat. What what kind of roll? Uh, investigation. Or survival, whichever you want. Okay, it's the same for me either way. Uh, 13. Okay, with a 13, you are searching through the city, and at one point, you find a white fluffy cat that is standing up on a bunch of boxes, and right below the boxes is a man with a orange and blue robe with a silver mask who is reaching up and saying, here, kitty, 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 right here. Come to daddy. All right, all right, sweetie. Uh, are, are we at, like, the end of the alley? You're at the entrance of the alley, and he's a little farther in. All right, sweetie, stay right here. Are you trying to be stealthy? Yeah. Roll a stealth check. <sighs> I rolled a 19, and I have expertise in stealth. So let's see, that's... <laughs> I got a decent um, dex mod, too. 26. Okay, uh, with a 26, Susie is like, it's Mr. Snuggles! And But you manage to catch her and kind of like put your hand over her mouth. And they're like, shh. And she just looks at you with big, confused eyes like, so, so stay, stay right here, Susie. Um, the man that's in there is uh, a bad man. And uh, I'm going to go save your cat, okay? Um, but I need you to stay here, and I need you to not look, all right? Can you do that for me? She goes, okay. Here, just eat this. <laughs> Wait, you said you only had one left. <laughs> True. <laughs> I had her some, like, trail mix. Trail mix, yeah. <laughs> She's, she just happily munches on it. Okay, and she turns her back, so she her back is facing inward to the alley. All right. Um, well, I don't... She's not standing in the open. She's standing to the side of, like, the building. Okay. Um... All right, I go, I, I go in, and I'm going to 
I don't know if he's alone. I'm going to just walk towards him and okay. like very determined like and say, well, hello there, sir. Can I help you? He turns. Oh, and runs. Um, <laughs> shoot. Uh, there's a child present. <laughs> uh, I, I do not have the strength modifier for this. But I'm going to bonus action dash, so I think I'll be able to catch up to him. You will. And then I'm going to try to grapple him. <laughs> All right, go ahead and roll a, a strength check. This is not... This is not good. I'm going to tell you right now, I rolled a 19. It's going to be rough for you. I rolled a 19 too. Definitely is going to have a higher strength but, mod than you. Yeah, I have, a, I have a minus one, so it's an I 18. mean, his strength mod's not great, but it's not a minus one. Dang. All right, so you jump at him and try to grab him, and he just slips right out and dashes away as fast as he can. And he, he's ducking down alleys and he's knocking down boxes behind him. Okay. Um, I'm not going to chase after. Is the cat still up there? Yep, the cat is still up there. All right. Um, and as you turn and look, Susie is looking over. And <laughs> <laughs> of course she is. Um, I'm going to say, all right, well, I scared him away so we can save your cat now. Yay! Here, I don't want to get scratched because she doesn't know... What's your... It's Fluffy? Mr. Snuggles. Mr. Snuggles? Um, Fluffy was the poodle. That that's got, right, that's right. That got kitten. Killed. All right, I'll lift you up, and hopefully he'll come to your arms, all right? Okay. I just lift her up to yeah. the boxes. and She holds out her arms, and Mr. Snuggles just jumps right in. I don't want to get attacked by a cat nope. here. <laughs> Three billion cat scratch damage. All right, well, we found Mr. Snuggles. Now we just have to find your mom. Awesome, sounds good. All right. Um, do you know where you live? No. Well, yes, but I don't know where I am. All right. I um, live in the house. In the house, in your home, of course. Um, do you know anything that's by your house? Other houses. All right. Um, have you ever been anywhere near your mom's work? She dropped me off at her friend's house one time. Do you know where that is? From my house, yeah. All right. Um, so here's, I think here's the plan. I'm going to lift you up on my shoulders so that people can spot you better. And we're going to go walk by taverns, but not go in them because you're not allowed, right? Yes. All right. And we're going to go search for your mom. Sounds good. All right. I lift her up and put her on my shoulders. Okay. She's, she's like, still holding the cat, right? Yeah, she's still holding the cat. She's like, whoa, so high. All right. Keep an eye out for your mom, all right? Okay. What's her name again? Martha. Martha? All right. <laughs> I'll just start. How Martha! Martha! <laughs> how, um, how late is it? Um, it's not too late. Uh, you found the cat probably around, it's like around two, three. Oh, I don't even care then. I was going to say if it was late, I wasn't going to shout, but it's not late. No. I'm just going to start going around shouting, Martha! Martha! Okay. Martha! <laughs> Martha! <laughs> um, after a little while, you see a woman who is also frantically looking around, shouting out, Susie! Susie, where are you? And then oh, she sees she sees Susie up on your shoulder, and she's like, oh, Susie, and she runs. I'm, when I see that, I'm going to drop her down so she can go. Susie runs, too, and just, like, jumps into her mom's arm, still holding the cat, um, jumps into her mom's arm, and Martha just hugs her and the cat together. And the cat scratches her because cats don't like that. True. Um, and she dies because she's a peasant. She's got, like, one hit one, point. One damage from the cat, <laughs> and she dies. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, but. Um, she picks up Susie and is like holding her on her arm 
And Susie's just like sitting on her forearm holding the cat. She turns and looks at you and is like, thank you so much, good sir. Uh, of course, of course. Um, Yeah, I just bumped into her on the street. She was crying. She's probably hungry. She's had a few rickrolls. You rickrolled my daughter? Yes, I, I rickrolled your daughter. Twice, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, she's probably hungry because she's just got junk food in her right now. Mm. Well, I have a stew boiling over at home. So... She turns and looks at Susie. Why don't we get you home and into something a little warmer? And actually, you know what? It's summer. Why don't we get you home and fill up your belly? And Susie's like, yeah. And then Martha turns up and looks at you and says, and uh, what was your name? Good, sir. Oh, my name is Cassiel. Cassiel. Good to meet you. Uh, Martha, right? Yes. My, na- my name is Martha. I shake her um, hand. Would you like to come and have stew with us? You know what? I... I would love to, yes. Awesome. Well, perfect. Uh, come right this way. And, and she takes you back to her home, and um, you have a wonderful dinner with them. And, and Susie is tired, really, really tired at this point. And so she gets put to bed right away. And Martha kind of is sitting at the table afterwards and looks at you and says, So uh, she didn't do anything dangerous? She didn't, she didn't get in any trouble, did she? Not to the time I'm aware of. Um, she sighs, like, Oh, that's good. Is she a troublemaker? No, but you know, four-year-olds, I guess maybe you don't. Um, oh, no, I, I do, actually. I I had a daughter who was, actually, I think she was about four when I when I last saw her. Yeah. Oh, where is she now? Um, you know, there were some, there were some things that happened that separated me from my family. I'm sorry to hear that. Yes, I was, uh... Yeah, it's been a long time since I've since I've seen them. I'm not even sure if they're around still. Oh. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, I. I mean, it's fine. It's probably why I helped Susie out. She r- reminded me a lot of my my little one. Well, you seemed like you would be have would have been a good dad. Susie seemed like she had a great day. Well, I. Despite all of the mishaps. Yeah, the chaos. Um, well, yeah, I, I'm glad that I was able to help. I, I know how important it is to uh, take care of the little ones, and I can only imagine how tough it is. Susie said her father wasn't home, so I can imagine it's rough trying to provide for her alone. Yes. Um, but I make do. Is there anything I can do to help you? Well, um, I can always go to the tavern that I work at and give me a large tip. Which tavern? Shattersword Tavern. What? No way! That's where I'm <laughs> the only tavern that I've got a name for. She works there, huh? Uh, she does now, I guess. What do you do there? Oh, I just wait the tables. Wait the tables? Oh, right, you said tip. Well, why don't I give you a tip now, since you just fed me, and I'm gonna oh, get... there's no need for that. This is paying back for helping my daughter. Well, all right, I'll let you off this time. And if you ever, if you ever are missing a meal, you're always welcome to come to our house. That is a very generous offer. Um, I might actually take you up on that since I'll be in town for, for a while, I think. Awesome. Home-cooked meal is much better. Well, I guess the food at the, at, at the Inn Yorkat is, is pretty good, but home-cooked food is, always tastes better to me. It does. Well, thank you. Of of course, um, 
I, I, I have to ask because I'm a little curious. Um, do you know why, why was Susie asked by herself in the middle of a plaza? Well, I would assume her cat ran out of the house and she followed. All right. Is she normally here at home alone? Either here alone or I drop her off at my friend's house. Just wanted to make sure someone was aware of her. Yes, of course. Um, I normally drop her off at my friend's house, but occasionally my friend has to work or, or is sick. All right. Well, I since uh, you work at the... I don't know when you go to work, but since you work at the tavern I'm staying at, I'm in room... Blah, blah, blah. The room number. One of uh, the rooms. If you ever need me to check up on her, um, and I'm there, go she ahead and, head go and, and ask me. That's very generous of you. Thank you. Of course. Um, well, um, I think that I should be heading home now. Okay. Well, I guess to the tavern. Well, I'll see you maybe tomorrow. Yes, for sure. Uh, take care and, and, um, and, uh, say goodbye to, um, well, I might see her again, but. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, I'll see you later then. Okay. Well, goodbye. Alright, you head back to the tavern. Um, and I think uh, Cassiel will kind of take his time moseying back to the tavern. Um, actually, I'll head back to where I saw the orange guy. It's probably late now. Yeah, it's late. A lot, a lot later now. It's like seven or eight. Are there? I, mean, I can pull out a torch if it gets dark. It is summer though. But uh, are there any signs that I can follow to figure out where he went? Because I mean, if he took if he took a busy road, tracks there's, would be gone. But if he took back alleys, tracks and remnants might still be there. There's a trail of knocked over boxes for a little while, and that's easy to follow. But after a while, that stops after he sees you didn't follow him. Okay. And after that, the tracks disappear. They lead to a road, and they're gone. Which direction was it heading? North. And we're in, like, middle-ish of the city? Yes. So, he was heading towards north in the city. Yes. Hopefully that means something. <laughs> um... I'll just... I'll head back to the tavern. Okay. Alright. And, um, I think that, uh... He... When he goes into his room, he's going to kind of sit down in his bed and then as he's kind of getting gets ready for bed and crawls into bed he's gonna start just um crying and uh he uh buys himself to sleep that night Sad, sad. All right. With that, we are going to end this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I also have to apologize if Vesper or Cassiel's, their stories seem a little more scripted. Maybe the emotions seem a little less genuine. Hopefully they didn't. But we actually lost their recording, their initial recording of that. And so we had to go back and re-record that, um, which kind of gave away some of the surprises that were planned for them. But... Um, you know, some of them rolled a little better this time, so it kind of ended up, it ended up actually quite a bit different than it did last time. Um, 
I have a couple reviews to read first. Uh, Con Vandrek from Jar Jared Binksies gave us a five-star review on uh, Apple. He said, I finally started listening and it sounds awesome. The sound effects and background music are on point. I just heard the name suggestion thing at the end of the episode one and here's my latest character name. And then Con Vandrak. And we have another review. The other review is from Desmond the Moon Bear. And he said, wonderful pod, wonderful new podcast. Thanks a bunch for something new and fun to add to my listening schedule. You guys are amazing, and I can't wait to see where this goes. Thank you so much, Desmond. And Desmond actually sent this to us on Christmas. So, it's a little Christmas wait, present. His name's not just Desmond. Desmond the Moon Bear. Wait, how did us. he get here? Desmond the Moon Bear. Um, thank you so much, Desmond the Moon Bear. Thank you, man. Thank you. And I hope you had a good Christmas. Um, if you want to leave us a review, that would be awesome. You can find us on many different listening media, and you can also find us on Instagram or Twitter at Channel Divinity Pod is the name that is the thing that is on Instagram and Twitter. I definitely, or X, I guess. I definitely am on that all the time. It's Gordon's job, not mine. <laughs> but Gordon tells me everything that happens there, so it's fine. Um, so you can find us there, and you can see any of the posts that we make. You can also tell your friend about this if you really liked it, or send us a name through Instagram, Twitter, or by leaving us a five-star review, and I will use that name. As you saw, we had two names used in this episode. Um, thank you so much for listening and look, it's been like a bit since we recorded last. So, going one more like time. Like a week. A week. <laughs> I'm out of sorts. One more time, going around the table. I'm David, and I play Cassiel D. Hart. I'm Dean, and I play Vesper Ravenwing. I'm Gordon, and I play Blank. We'll see you all next week. Keep doing it.